Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. At do you pray for your car? Yeah, that's it's an interesting question. What do you pray for your car? That's the question today on the Christian Car Guy Show. You know, every time you step on the brakes, you, the, the steering wheel vibrates or it leaves that oil anointing in your driveway. Or maybe every once in a while, <laughs> all the electronics go crazy and you think it's possessed. Or maybe sometimes you're thinking, man, I hope my car will crank or the doors don't lock right or whatever that situation is. You know you've been praying, God, you got to help me with this. Well, today on A Christian Car Guy, we're hoping you'll call us with those issues. What do you pray for your car? What are you struggling with? 866-348-7884. We have lines open. We definitely want to help you out with that today. we got Joe Abandola here with us. He's our Christian technician, and he's on hand to help you with that difficult issue you know, it's been that drip. What do I do about that steady drip in my driveway? What do I do with the with the the heat gauge? Everyone's fault just freaks out on me. 866-348-7884. Today, that's the question. What do you pray for your car? You know, it's been driving you crazy, and every time you get in it, it's on your mind. And this isn't the time of the season to, you know, this season isn't the time to have those things on your mind because we have other stuff for you today at the Christian Car Guy Show. Not only are we asking you to call in with what you pray for your car, but very unique. We have Christmas car decorating tips. <laughs> if you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, you'll see we have a number of examples of cars that have been decorated for Christmas. And it just so happens that we have contacted the world's leading expert on dynamic imbalance. That's a Christmas decoration technique that you may not be aware of, but if you listen to the Christian Car Guy show today, I assure you, you're going to find out about dynamic imbalance, what cars are decorated to dynamic imbalance standards and which ones are not. Now, if you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, I have in advance graded, along with the help of my expert, these cars that have already been decorated, and you'll get a chance to see whether or not they failed or whether or not they're dynamic imbalance approved. And it's all there at ChristianCarGuy.com, so you're going to find out about that. And then at the bottom of the hour, we have a new weekly feature. We are going to be getting on track with Andy Bowersox. Uh, this is a new feature we're going to have from NASCAR, updates weekly from what's going on in NASCAR from a godly standpoint. In Matthew 11, there's a really cool verse that says, Since the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of heaven has been advancing with force, and forceful people are taking a hold of it. Well, if you are hanging around NASCAR, you will notice that there are forceful men like Joe Gibbs and MRO and all these different ministries that are advancing in NASCAR, and God's using that platform to reach millions with the message of Christ. And so we want to be there. We're going to be there every week with Andy. We're calling this segment On Track, and we're getting cranked off with that this week, so you're going to want to hear that. That's coming up at the bottom of the hour. And then coming up in our appraisal by the Real Black Book. That's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure Cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. Well, along the lines of what do you pray for your car, last week my friend Darren Kuhn 
from the Masculine Journey radio show, he, he had gotten an email from John Eldridge, who was the author of Wild at Heart. And he had asked Darren to think about, what does Jesus pray for you? What a cool question. You know, Jesus is there at the right hand of the Father. He's praying for you. Oh, what is his prayer? And what a neat concept to ask Jesus, gee, Jesus, what, what do you pray for me? Well, I had an opportunity to do that after I heard that. And so I'm going to share that coming up in our appraisal by the Real Black Book that's actually coming up in the next segment because we have our feature guest, uh, Karen Mulder, who does Wisdom of the Wounded. She's going to be on with us talking about a, a, a feature she did for Christmas called Knock Knock that's instrumental in this whole story of what happened to me when I asked Jesus, what do you pray for me? So this is really exciting. You, I, I love what God has done, and you get to hear that in the next segment. But right now, we're asking you, what is your car doing that's driving you crazy? What do you pray for your car? Call us. We have lines open, and we really want to help. We have Joe on hand, and he has got that car wisdom that you may need. 866-348-7884-866-34-TRUTH. Maybe your heater won't come on. You're like, wow, I can't get any heat this winter. What's going on with my heater? Or maybe when you turn it on, the blower motor sounds like it's going... You know, what's up with that? Well, we want to help. 866-348-7884. Welcome, Joe. It's good to have you on today. What what have you had to deal with this week? Oh, not much exciting this week. It's been kind of a little bit slow. Everybody's yeah, getting ready getting for Christmas, Christmas and, and the typical uh, overheating. Or is there people that are, their heat's not working? You dealing with any of those? Uh, not this week. Uh, last week, I think we dealt with one of those that just had a thermostat was stuck open so they wouldn't get any heat. Yeah, I had an employee come to me and say, Robbie, I'm not getting any heat in my car. And lo and behold, you know why he wasn't? He didn't have any antifreeze. <laughs> that would help. <laughs> the old water pump had been leaking and no, without any water, there is no heat. Always, always a scary situation when you're when you're dealing without heat. There could be a lot of things going on, so we were out there to help you today. 866-348-7884 is the number to call. We got Ramona is in Lillington, North Carolina. Ramona, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. What are you praying for your car, Ramona? Well, I do home health, and I, I drive a lot. I've got like um, 153,553 miles on my car right now, and I got... If I don't, if my car doesn't run, I'm going to be in trouble. Oh, and yeah. I've been having some issues with it lately, and I don't have that much money, so I've been putting stuff off. So I end up every time my car starts, I thank God because a lot. I had like um, the internet come on and it said miss uh, multiple misfires because it wouldn't hardly start. But God always starts my car so I can go to work, <laughs> and I pray over my car all the time, and I pray for protection on the road. Um, I pray that it'll start. Um, I, I, like when it's raining and it's kind of rough and there's deers running around. Oh, I pray. yeah. You're out there so a lot. It's like really important to pray, and it's pr- important to pray for your car because a lot of people lose their lives in their cars, and you really— and so I used to keep the Bible open on Psalms 91, but I don't got my little Bible up there now for protection on the road. And um, I always encourage people to open up a little scripture to Psalms 91 for protection on the roads because it's dangerous out here. But yeah, the main that's... thing is 
I'm sorry. No, no, <laughs> no. I'm what? so grateful that you that you that you know that's one of the main reasons that I love doing this show is to see how God interacts with people in their everyday life, not just on Sunday, but you know when you're getting in your car, Ramona, it blesses me to know that you're praying and you're asking for that. But since we have Joe here to help, she's got this multiple misfire thing that's going on. Her car's got 150,000 miles. What are you thinking? Multiple misfire, probably either a coil or spark plug wires, something along those lines. You just you'd have to put it on the scope to know for sure. Yeah, yeah. And neither I of those it. are terribly expensive, Ramona. Now I don't know if you know this, but I'm glad you called for a lot of reasons. But mm-hmm. we have this Jesus Labor Love Ministry, which is for families in crisis, and we understand that in some cases. You know, you just don't have the money, and, and there's then there's a need. Well, that's what that ministry is there for. It's free labor, and and the, you know, you may need to pay for the parts. But it sounds like with that kind of a problem, the part may not be terribly expensive, and the labor would be free if we could get you some help with the Jesus Labor Love. So you could just go to uh, ChristianCarGuy.com and click on that Jesus Labor Love link, and then it says Ask for Help, and fill out that request, and maybe we can help you out if your car gets to the point where it won't start. Well, this is the thing. My car needs a lot of work. Like, like I was driving it and heard a funny noise. It didn't have no oil in it. God always protects my car. People say, oh, the engine should have locked up by now. But, you know, the light doesn't come on and let me know that it needs oil. There's a lot of things going on with this car. I believe this car is just protected by the blood of Jesus. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. <laughs> Well, thank yes, you sir, for... and I will go online to look at that. That that would be great. Yeah, we'll see if we can help. God bless you, Ramona. I appreciate you calling so much. And I appreciate you guys, too, you know, because I drive and I leave it on that station all day and hear the preaching and hear the, you know, Christian-oriented stuff is really important for us because we're living in a world without the Lord. Thank you. But, you know, around us. But yeah. thank you for being what you're doing. Thank I you, appreciate Ramona. It. God bless you. We okay. appreciate it so much. Okay. All right, we got Bob is in Jordan, Utah. Bob, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Good morning. What have you got for I'd us, like, Bob? I'd like to tell you, I'm like 69 years old, so I've had a lot of cars break down over the years. And I used to cuss and swear and think, why is everything happening to me? Oh, Bob, I hate to I hate to jump in on you, but that music means we got to go to a break. So we're very interested to know what happens when or how the lord's worked in your life so stay with us here for about three minutes we're going to be back with bob's story and again we got that whole story i was telling you about so stay tuned a lot of christian car guy coming at you together and that song will make well i just have an illustration of that song when i was talking about what does jesus pray for you we were talking about what do you pray for your car but it's leading to what does jesus pray for you have you ever asked him that question and love will hold us together you'll understand a little bit more about that as we get through this segment on the christian car guy show we appreciate you listening so much and we have been asking our listeners to call in and tell us 
what do you pray for your car? And Bob in West Jordan, Utah, was just telling us about his situation. Go ahead, Bob. I used to feel bad when my car broke down because it would cost money. And now when it breaks down, I'm really happy because of the fact that I say, oh, look what could have, worst thing could have happened. It's called like serendipity. Like I go to work, I go around this corner as I drive in the parking lot, the wheels go together because the lower control arm goes out. I thought, happy done around the corner, you know, I could have rolled over to it. It was a three or four hundred dollar repair. I could have been looking at like um, thousands of dollars. Then another day, I'm coming home and I think I'll pull into 7 Eleven just before I take off. You guys go around the same corner, but go in the opposite direction. The um, ball bearing goes out and the wheels go together, and I can't drive the thing forward. And I think, oh, this is horrible. But then I think about had I got on the freeway, I kind of really got hurt. And I taught my children to pray too. So, like, my son goes down, does mountain climbing 300 miles away from here, comes home. I hop in the car right after he gets home, the car breaks down. I go, oh, this is such a blessing because it could have cost me a ton of money to have it towed home. So I think all the things that the Lord blesses me, you know, think, thinking that it's a bad thing, I think, oh, Lord, thanks for having it break down because had it happened somewhere else, I'd have really been in trouble. It could have cost me 10 times more. But nowadays when things break down, I go like, oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> oh, Bob, that is tremendous insight. That is just something we can all think about that, you know, we don't know in the big picture of thing what God might be protecting us from or what might be going on. So that's that's great wisdom, Bob. God bless you. I appreciate you calling in so much today. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I have word that uh, we have a very quick report, a very quick report, because we got a lot of important guests holding, but we got my bosses on the phone who wants to share something real quick. Stu, you're on the Christian Car Guys show. I understand you're out live at the toy drive. Stu? All right, Stu wasn't there. But the good news is (laughs) we've got so much more coming at you because as we mentioned in our appraisal by the Real Black Book, I wanted to talk about this question about what does Jesus pray for you? Well, I'd heard that from my friend Darren Kuhn who does Masculine Journey, and I I thought, what a neat question. So the next morning, I was out in a very low deer stand, actually, because my wife won't let me get above five feet since I fell out of the tree. And so I was looking at the sunrise, and, and so I had time to ask Jesus, what do you pray for me? And at first I thought he was going to say something like, oh, I pray that, 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 that you know, you don't get sifted like wheat <laughs> by Satan. I thought it was going to be something like that. But then I listened very close closely for the shepherd's voice, and he said, Robbie, I pray that you would walk with me. And, ooh, that kind of stung at first. I thought, Really? I don't walk with you? What I'm not, I'm not understanding. And he said, Robbie, you know what I'm, what I'm saying. I'm saying in order to walk with me, you've got to walk where I walk. And you know what that means. And so I started thinking. I started asking the Holy Spirit, what does that mean? Well, immediately the Holy Spirit brought to mind Song of Solomon chapter 5 and 6, which I love that book, and he knows how much time I've spent in there. But in that scene, if you remember in the Song of Solomon chapter 5, Essentially, the lady is in, in bed, or she says she's asleep, but her heart is awake, and her lover shows up at the door. Well, the lover is Jesus, and he's coming after, and he's knocking, and she doesn't get up in time. And then he leaves, and that doesn't work out so good, because she goes, oh, no, I should have got up, and she tries to follow him into the city, and the watchmen catch her, and they take her cloak, and they beat her, and, and things don't work out so good. So she starts asking her friends to help her out and help me find Jesus. And she tells her friends 
look, he's the most beautiful among 10,000. If you think about it, she, they ask for a description. She tells him about his hair and all this stuff. And then, interestingly, very puzzling, she says, you know, charging him to where to find him. The friends say, well, where do we find her? And all of a sudden, she explains where to find him, which I always thought, wow, why did you go out looking if you already knew where he was? And she said, my lover is in the garden. He browses among the lilies. And, and Jesus knew how much I'd puzzled about that, that particular verse. And the reason was, is that he was, he was browsing among the new growth of the church. You see, Jesus loves it when people are, are blossoming because there's always a blossom before there's a fruit. I don't know if you ever noticed that. But he loves it when people are blossoming. And so when I thought about that, immediately several people's names jumped into my mind. One of those people's names was Michael. And Michael was this guy I'd met at hospice on Monday who had all these questions. And in that song they just sang, Love Will Hold Us Together, well, one of his questions is, I, the reason I don't go to church is because you guys don't get along. The, the Catholics don't like the Baptists, and the Baptists don't like the Methodists, and I just don't. And, and see, that's not the picture Jesus had in mind when he gave us that one commandment was to love one another so that people would see that we love each other. And that was confusing him. But then I started asking him more about what was going on the hospice, and his father was dying. And I went on to share with him that every man has this father wound, and he had some time to work with that father wound, and what an opportunity to find out some core questions that a man needs to know, which is, am I the apple of my father's eye, and is my father proud of me? You might want to ask your dad that while you have time. And I said, but you ought to go out and get this book wild at heart. And he had given me his email address, and he had connected actually with the Jesus Labor Love. He wanted to do some help for our, our, our ministry there, and I left. But then when I emailed him the next day, it didn't go out. So when Jesus told me he wanted me to walk with him in the garden, one of the names that immediately jumped out at me was Michael's. Well, the next day was Friday last week, and I was trying to get ready for my show, and I was wide open busy, 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 busy. And all of a sudden, the reason why I was in hospice was I was visiting a friend who was dying of cancer. And that family had called my wife and said, look, if you want to talk to your friend again while they're still coherent, you need to come back right now. And my wife called me and said, we got to come right now. And I said, Tammy, I, can't, I was just busy. I got so much going on, I can't do that. Well, one of the things I was busy doing was editing this particular two-minute feature by Karen Mulder, which we're going to play right now for you. Listen now to Wisdom of the Wounded with Karen Mulder. Who is knocking at your door this Advent season? Who's there? It's Jeff and Michael. Well, you don't have to knock. I'm your mother. Could you, would you, hey, guess what? Later, dear ones, there's the washing and ironing and dinner out at eight and phone calls and aerobics and a schedule to make. Ah, a mother's work is never done. Who's there? Your friend. Divorce is awful. I'm so incomplete. But I've listened for years and years and years, and I have assignments to complete and miles to go before I sleep. Yes? It's Dave down the street. I am dying of cancer. Oh, don't you remember? I sent a card six months or so ago. Ah, you can see that that's a bit of a challenge that came my way. And you're going to love to hear the rest of the story when we come back on the Christian Car Guy Show. We have some wisdom actually from Karen Mulder herself. And the voice of Knock Knock is actually the man who's going to help us judge these Christmas decorated cars. It's going to be so much fun when we come back. And we're still taking your calls on what do you pray for your car. We're also thinking about what does Jesus pray for you? Stay tuned. Little Bob's 
Welcome back to the Christian Car Guy radio show. It's certainly the Christmas season. We got some Christmas decorating tips coming up for you. But the main question today on the Christian Car Guy show is what do you pray for your car? What is driving you crazy? What is it that you pray for your car? We'd love to know. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in now. For those of you who have been listening, we I was sharing a story about how I'd had this friend in hospice and how at the same time I was praying, Jesus, what do you pray for me? And he told me he was praying that I would walk with him and specifically walk with him in the garden where new believers were blossoming. And I was so busy with my life, I really could not go to hospice to go visit this friend. And then I was editing Karen Mulder's that, that two-minute tip that you just heard where you heard that knock-knock and then the person saying knock, knock said, well, I'm a friend who's dying of cancer. You don't have time to visit me. Well, <laughs> if you could picture me editing this two minute feature as I'm listening, I, my wife just told me my friend is, is, is fixed to pass away. And so I immediately finished editing actually, and then called my wife and said, honey, we're headed to Raleigh right now. And so we get in the car and as soon as we get to hospice, remember the man I told you about that God had put on my heart, Michael. Well, he comes out as if it was on cue to meet me, and he starts telling me how he had gotten the book Wild at Heart, put it on his father's Kindle, and while his father was comatose there in hospice, he was reading to his father the book. Now, this was a man who previously was mad at the church, had abandoned church, but now was embracing the faith again, was reading Wild at Heart to his father. This is so phenomenal. But one of the things I wanted to illustrate in this story to you today is how God has been at work in the scenes in this, really for eternity, but also in everybody's life. And we got Karen Mulder here with us. And Karen, when you were doing that two-minute feature, it was based on something that happened years ago with you in seminary, right? I was taking a class on the parables, and we happened to be studying Luke six nineteen about Lazarus, the beggar, uh-huh. who was at the gate of the rich man. And, you know, he longed just for the crumbs from the rich man's table. And I imagine every day that rich man stepped right over him as he went out his gate. Anyway, the assignment was, how does this parable, what is Jesus saying to you in this parable? So I went home and I started thinking about all the people that I knew that Christmas season who were suffering. And Dave down the block was dying of cancer, like you mentioned. I had a friend going through divorce. I thought of the homeless people, and so God really confronted me. I was so busy with my Christmas list and my to-do list that I wasn't paying attention to those who were hungry and suffering. And so God really confronted me, and I wrote the knock-knock as a result um, of studying that parable and Jesus' words to me. And, so and, I think it's, it's a challenge for all of us this Christmas. Who's knocking on your door? Maybe not literally, but who do you know that is sad or lonely or hungry? And Jesus calls us to meet their needs. That's so good. And unfortunately, we didn't have time to play the very end of it where the last person knocking is Jesus. And you answered the phone that you were going to get him a cup of cold water. (laughs) Yeah, I said, oh, come on in. Let me tell you all the good things I've been doing. Oh, and it struck home. And so it was amazing to me when I took... Jesus' advice to walk in the garden and also follow uh, the wisdom that he'd given you on this two-minute, then I was able to see 
him work amazingly in Michael's life. Now, I wanted Michael to be on the show with us today as well, Karen, but unfortunately his father passed away and his funeral was at exactly 10 o'clock Eastern today. So we can be praying for Michael and his family, but I talked to him. I was so encouraging to see how God had worked with him, Karen. He is actually um, doing some of the service with the, with the priest there in his father's service. And he, and he's talking about, doing something with the Eucharist. And I mean, he has really embraced the faith and it was just really, really exciting to me to see how God did that. Now, the other fun part of this to me is that the voice of knock, knock is Larry Mulder, Karen's husband. And Larry happens to be the world's leading expert on dynamic imbalance. And to share a little bit about dynamic imbalance, a few years ago, I was in Holland visiting Karen. We were talking about her ministry and they took us out to view some Christmas de- decorations. And there, Larry described on the, 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 the theory of dynamic imbalance and how important it is when you're decorating for Christmas that you not underdo or overdo. And when you have that just right, it's called dynamic imbalance. Right, Larry? Yeah, well, something like that. I like dynamic tension. Dynamic tension. tension. Whatever. There you go. And, you, and it's got to be just right. And so we have... Um, posted many pictures at christiancarguy.com of different cars that have been decorated and and Larry's had a chance to put his stamp of approval on them and and, and your personal favorite Larry was which one well, first of all Roger you need to understand when you were at my anniversary party this last summer and when my granddaughter uh, re- helped us uh, with our renewal of our vows I promised that I would continue to be an old car mudman <laughs> and I'm living up to that. So I'm looking at all these cars from the lens of being a carmudgeon. And so I don't like any of them. <laughs> and I guess the question is, why? Why would you decorate your car like this for Christmas? Now you answer that for me. It's festive. It makes you it gives you it gives you some idea that, that there's a celebration going on. And that, of course, the celebration is the wonderful gift of Jesus. But you got to admit, the one with the Santa on the bumper. Now, you 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 did approve that one, am I right? I did. And and let me just <laughs> say that if you're looking at all of these cars from the standpoint of uh, which one is the most comical, I would say Santa being plastered up against the uh, grill of this old car uh, is the one that uh, hits me right between the eyes. The other on the other page, you sent a picture of a an old red pickup truck with a great big huge Christmas tree on the back of it. I like that one too. I think that's really cool. The only problem with it is that you couldn't drive it more than probably ten <laughs> feet before half of those decorations would fall off. But the other thing that I didn't see on any of these, and I have a pickup truck, and if I really was into decorating, I would take my pickup truck and I would put a uh, birth crush in the back of it because that's really more sig- more signifying Christmas than oh a reindeer or Xmas on the side of your truck or your car or all these streamers coming down uh, that's that's a celebratory thing but it doesn't tell a story of what this season's all about now a, a, a birth crush what is that what is that specifically Larry I'm sorry I didn't well, know. I don't know I, I you know the manger scene okay with a manger in the back of the pickup truck and and uh, 
a baby in it and Mary and Joseph and maybe a couple sheep in the back. I think that'd be cool. That would be. And there you go. And that's now, that's now the rest of these cars are really gaudy, <laughs> and uh, I can give them a, I can give them all a, a good positive vote on that from that standpoint. But from the real reason for the season, uh, they don't they don't fall on real receptive uh, eyes as far as I'm concerned. There you go. But I still love you, Robbie. And I still love Dynamic Imbalance, a, a, <laughs> a, a story that I will never forget. As, as you guys look, drive out there and you think about these Christmas decorations, which ones do you like? Which one do you not like? Which one makes you feel great and which one gives you life? That's well, wonderful if, stuff. If, you, if you're able to drive by our house, you would see the perfect one because I'm one of the, we're one of the few <laughs> houses in the whole area of West Michigan that knows how to do it. <laughs> there you go. If you're in Holland, look up the molders for the perfect example. <laughs> Of how to, and there you go. Well, God bless you guys. Thank you so much for being on with us today, Gary and Karen and Larry. God bless you. God bless you too. Bye bye. All right. Well, as promised, we are going to go on track with Andy Bowersox and get some updates here about NASCAR. This is a really exciting new segment we're going to be doing every week because it appears to us that God is just doing some mighty things at NASCAR, aren't they? Larry, uh, Andy, you with me? Hey Robbie, good morning. Yeah, How you doing? I'm doing good. So we're we're gonna kick off our new on track segment this morning, right? Yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah, well, I just thought you know it might be a good idea to set the stage a little bit, as, as everybody knows. Uh, NASCAR's in the off season right now, but uh, but there's a lot of good things coming up this year with with our ministry with others, and uh, you know when we first started talking about this. You know my background a little bit, but just just to give your listeners, I, I have been peripherally involved with ministry scenes in NASCAR for probably seven or eight years, and um, and so anyway, we just we just started brainstorming and talking about why we'd share that, and and so here we are. We're um, right now. It's it's a lot of preparation that's going on with the teams behind the scenes, and in, and in our case, you know, one one of the reasons you asked me to do this was that we will be on tour next year with a with a Pray for Your Pastor tour and actually working with several different race teams. So in, in the preparation season for us, that means visiting with some of these teams and uh, and seeing who will help us, you know, display our Pray for Your Pastor message and how we can work together for that. And, um, and just, you know, one little quick story I, I was thinking about this past week. I had one of those meetings with the team that we, we were going to, you know, discuss which dates that we can work with them to encourage people to pray for their pastors. And uh, and there was a guy that I never met before in this meeting that just jumped up and said right away, he said, you know, I wasn't even going to come into this meeting, but you're the reason I'm here, and we want to help you get that message out. And it was a reminder to me, or just a, just evidence, that there are a lot of Christian guys in the sport of racing that are just waiting for opportunities to help use that platform to display their faith. And, um, so, you know, this, this whole segment, you know, as we go forward throughout the next year, that's the kind of stuff we're going to be talking about. Yeah. And I, and I love that verse that talks about, you know, the kingdom of heaven is forcefully advancing and forceful men take hold of it. And I think of people like coach Gibbs and, and and Daryl Waltrip and and many of the Christians were there with MRO. Tell us about some of these personalities that you know, Andy. Well, you know, um, I, I don't want to spoil all of our all of our comments going going forward, but 
let's just let's just look at some of the ministries that that you know and and maybe your listeners are are or are not aware of that we'll be focusing on. But first of all, it'll it'll start with MRO. Okay, MRO stands for Motor Racing Outreach, and they are as much as you can have an unofficial ministry arm of NASCAR. They're it. Their their mission and their and the reason that that, they're, that they exist is to minister to the competitors. And in that environment, we kind of call that, you know, the people that are inside the fence, so to speak. Their their ministry involves Bible studies that happen in the different race shops around the Charlotte area. It involves the chapel services. Every, every week there's a chapel service at the track for each of the different touring series. And then it involves daycare for um, in kind of a protected environment for these guys. For, for MRO, they have Bible schools and Bible clubs for the kids. And uh, and then just an all-out daycare for the parents. That's that's in a safe environment. So that that'll be one. And then as you start to step outside the fence, there's uh, there's Raceway Ministries, which does unbelievable amounts of outreach in um, in the in these mobile cities. Kind of you know, as as you well know, there'll be a hundred thousand people gathered at these events throughout the year. And so there's no shortage of needs there, right? So, so Raceway Ministries does a great job. We'll talk about some of those. And then we'll talk about a lot of the independents that are just trying to tap into that exposure that NASCAR offers and uh, as just another way to further their message and, and ultimately further the gospel. That's awesome. I'm excited about it. The finish and winter events are out there, and, and there's just a lot of things that, that God's doing out there, and we're excited that we're going to be that connected and, and keep up with what God's doing. We can be praying for you and get those updates. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to checking in with you every week, and uh, I think the excitement will build here over the next couple of weeks till we get to Daytona in February. But, uh, but yeah, have, have everybody follow along, and, and let's stay in touch, and we'll, we'll, each week we'll be able to give stories about something unique that God's doing through either directly through the sport itself or through personalities or even just testimonies of some of the drivers and competitors and and uh, how they feel like they can use that platform to, to just, you know, present Christ in that world. That's awesome. Very exciting, Andy. God bless you. On track with Andy Bowersox coming to you now every week at the bottom of the hour. So it's, and I think it's wonderful, too, that you can tell other people, you know, look, there's an update about NASCAR coming on the Christian Car Guy show 1030 every week. If, if you know some friends that are into that sport that you maybe want to reach for Jesus, we're, we're going to try to, to bring that to them every week so they can see what's going on with NASCAR. Thank you, Andy. Hey, listen, I'm looking forward to it. And, and Robbie, I, I, will, I will guarantee your listeners that we will have some exciting stuff and even some miracles to share from week to week here. So pray, pray for these guys, pray for us, and, and let's keep praying for the influence all the way down the line. We will do that. We will do that. God bless you. And pray for our pastors, too. Like the message there. That's Andy with Energize Ministries. Well, we still have plenty of time for you to call in to share what are you praying for your car. We would love. We got lines open. We'd love to hear those stories. We got Larry, uh, somebody calling in with their Christmas car decoration idea, maybe. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in. 866-34-TRUTH. We want to hear from you. We got one more segment coming up.
and Nelly, and that's what we're talking about today on the Christian Car Guys show is, you know, even when you're in your car, what do you pray while you're in your car? Um, what do you pray? As we were talking about, what do we pray? Why do we ask Jesus what he prays for us? How fun is that? And and as I mentioned, the, the, the neat thing about that is God's got such a cool stuff going on that's been going on long before that he's just been preparing all this time. And you might be involved in that this week if, if you stay close and you, and you pray. And, and that whole story that we talked about, Jesus, what do you pray for me, by the way, is at ChristianCarGuy.com, as well as those Christmas decorating ideas and the NASCAR new On Track series. But we got Joey Abandolo with us here. He's our Christian technician. So if you're dealing with that, um, he's with Abandolo Automotive. And if you're dealing with that, issue that you need help with today, call us 866-348-7884. We got Larry is in snow camp. Now, Larry, are you also an expert on Christmas car decorations? Well, not really, but I was looking uh, on your website today, which, by the way, looks really good, Rob. You did a great job. And my favorite one was uh, Santa Claus on the front end of that truck. I thought that was perfect. <laughs> I did think if they could put a politician with a, with a uniform on, it'd probably look better. But I know Santa Claus worked this year. And, um, and then Larry's comment about a nativity scene on the back end of a truck. Good idea, but we'd probably have PETA chasing us down the road. And, uh, and I was trying to picture that in my mind, trying to keep sheep in the back end of a pickup and move around town. would be a good story. And, uh, but last but not least, Robbie, when you mentioned about your friend that had cancer and not having time, over and over again, I'm constantly reminded that we've got to take time for the people that we love and we care about. Last night I was at play practice in a church that I go to, and I had a guy pouring out his heart to me about the fact that he has esophagus cancer. His name's Chris. He's really scared about starting treatment. And I kind of brushed him off. And then when Karen was talking about it and you were talking about it today, I'm going to see the guy this afternoon, and he's pouring his heart out, and we've just got to be willing to say, Lord, you gave me this opportunity to, to encourage this man. i got to do it. i got to stop today. Yeah, that's a wonderful, wonderful, uh, and, and I, it catches me. Yeah. You know, you, you get that one moment, and, and the Lord prepared it for who knows how many years in advance for you to be there at that exact time. And you've got something that that man needs, Larry. And I'm excited that you're going to have an opportunity to share with him because that's, that is what it's so much about. Whether we're in our cars or, or wherever we are, that knock, knock often comes in the, in the, from the voice of a friend. That's right. Great job. Thank you, Larry. And we are so grateful to be partnering with the Mulders and this new Wisdom of the Wounded, you can find that link to Wisdom of the Wounded on our website at christiancarguy.com, as well as, as all these different things we've been talking about. And, and the neat thing about Wisdom of the Wounded is what do you say at a hospice? What do you say in a funeral line? What do you do in that situation? Well, here's all this wisdom that Karen uh, provides at her website, all those different questions you might ask. And if there's one that you don't see there, guess what? You can ask her. She's there at Ask an Expert page on her website. As, as well as all the asking experts on christiancarguy.com. So if you were thinking, I just didn't want to get on the air and share what I pray for my car today, well, you can go to christiancarguy.com, and there's Joey Abandola's email address right there. You just click on that, and you tell him whatever you're struggling with. And every week, I'm blessed, I really am, time and again, by all the emails that I get from folks that are buying a car, they're selling a car, whatever their situation is, they're struggling with this, and it is always such a blessing. And we don't want to forget 
certainly the Jesus's labor love folks that are out there that are doing like Joey and other car repair centers across the country. We had one in Illinois this week that stepped up and helped a lady by the name of Grace, a widow out there. And so every week, your prayers are greatly appreciated on the Christian Car Guy Show. We want to certainly thank you guys for listening. We want to thank all the people that called in today and shared how they pray for their car. A lot of wisdom I heard from those guys. So remember, Jesus slowed, I mean, (laughs) slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. I I say that every week, Joey. You'd think I'd get it right. But slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. And how about this week asking Jesus yourself, Jesus, what do you pray for me? What an adventure that may take you on. Thank you for listening to the Christian Car Guys show.